Welcome in to a brand new uh, Western uh, Red Out podcast. Sorry, uh, my name is Devin. I'm getting a little distracted. We got some barking in the other room, so um, we've got Jared in the house tonight. We got maybe Matt for a little bit before he's got to go do his insurance thing. Uh, so stay with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All oh, day, okay. SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. We appreciate it. Um, uh, welcome back, Jared. How's it going, buddy? Good. How's it going? Good, 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 good. Uh, we've got a freaking long schedule today to talk about. We've got so many games to recap. I mean, with basketball and football and everything going crazy. Um I guess we'll start it off like always, and I may steal some of your thunder. I don't know, but winner for me this week is Bellerman Knights. Mm. And the reason I say that is uh, Bellerman almost beats UK. Then they actually beat Louisville, so you know, you know, beat them sixty-seven, sixty-six. So props to them. Um, I mean, if you're Bellerman right now, you've got to be pretty tickled with yourself, right? I mean, they're the best team in Louisville. <laughs> yes, they are. So, I mean, I think they're one of the better teams in the state, especially, like, obviously mid-major level. I mean, I'd put them up there with us and Murray State for sure. Hi, baby. Abby's coming to she's, she's got a nice, pretty dress on. Can you say hi? Hi. Hi, Abby. <laughs> hi. Jared says hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Okay. Uh, loser for me is got to be Louisville. Yeah, they Louisville look basketball. atrocious. Oh, and seven start. Like I did not realize they had started so badly when uh, until I saw it on the news last night. Because I don't follow Louisville. I don't follow Louisville basketball or you know football for that matter. I'll catch the uh, the the random news update, but living this close to Louisville, it's kind of hard not to hear something. And then I was like, there. Oh, and seven. Oh, my gosh. Like, this is not good. It, it really is. And, I mean, it. of course, it's Kenny Perry's first year as a head Perry. coach. <laughs> you mean Kenny, Kenny Payne, Payne, I'm sorry. Golly, where was, I was my I was going to say shout-out to Franklin, Kentucky. There we go. Kenny Perry. Um, no, Kenny Payne. Uh, it's his first year as head coach. Yeah, it'd be Kenny Perry's, too. Uh, but it was Kenny Payne's first year um, as head coach. So, you know, he, he's going to have some hiccups along the way. Um, I'm hoping he turns it around, and I'm hoping the 
city and fan base of Louisville gives him a chance to do it. I think he's he's I think he'll be okay. Um, I have I'm a different we'll... take on all of. All that. right, you go right ahead. Let's hear it. I think they definitely deserve to suck after all of the scandals and issues and NCAA violations that they have had. This is yes. just them reaping what they have sown with their program, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not arguing that. Um, because I think to kind of clear up the metaphorical shit, so to speak, you have to go through the muck. And that's what they're probably doing right now. But they were never really that bad after Petrino, not Petrino, Patino left. And then they got Chris Mack. They still stayed like a pretty, pretty good team. But now that uh, Mac moved on and everything, like they've started falling apart here in the last year or so, and then this season has been atrocious. But this could be a unique opportunity for us to probably beat Louisville back in back-to-back seasons in basketball, probably for the first time ever. Definitely, definitely. So, I that agree. could be pretty cool, even if they are horrible. I mean, it's still kind of a nice flex for us because we beat them last year with the nationally televised game on CBS and everything right after the tornadoes hit. That is still, I mean, it's still one of my all-time favorite moments from last year. And honestly, one of my favorites I've seen just in general with WKU sports was when we beat Louisville at home after the tornadoes. That was awesome. But yes. if we can beat him again this season, too, in a couple weeks, I think that'll be pretty awesome just to get, get some more bragging rights, bring up our win total against them. But, yeah, they're really bad. They are. And, I mean, I mean, it sounds bad, but you think that being in the ACC um, and having, you know, Kenny – I almost said Perry. Kenny Payne. <laughs> You having Kenny Payne as the head coach, you think that that would have brought a little bit more to the table recruiting wise. And I always thought Kenny Payne was a better recruiter at Kentucky. But and I mean, that could be partially the the name. I don't know. Um, In the same way that you got him confused is the same way. It's like a Travis Helton moment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He, um, I just. Um, Ah, did you figure out that door that you're not supposed to be able to figure out? I have safety doorknobs. No, Grandma helped her. Thank you, Grandma. Um, so, uh, yes, Louisville's one of my losers. Um, do you? Ha- what do you got, bud? I mean, I still got to say my Dolphins is my winner because they're currently <laughs> eight and threes, uh, tied for second best record in the AFC. Um, that ESPN today gives us like a 90% chance to make the playoffs. But as a Dolphins fan, I can't be that hopeful yet. I just can't. I've, I have been conditioned to pain and suffering as a Miami Dolphins fan. Yes. So it's going to be – I will hold my breath until week 17 and see where we're at. But it's looking good like we'll, we can make the playoffs, so I'm hoping we can. Sorry about that, guys. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, it'd be great to see the Dolphins actually do something for once, but you know, best start since two thousand one, and that was before I was a fan. <laughs> yes, before you were born. Yeah. No, I was um, alive. I, I remember nine eleven, <laughs> Devin. I'm not that old. I'm in young. What I've said it before about nine eleven, but it's just it blows me away that there's kids alive that have no idea. Literally last night, I'm training a new person at work, and she's 17. And I was talking about how I was playing RuneScape at its peak in 2007, and she said she was two in 2007. And I just wanted to (laughs) die on the spot. 
Oh, so you know how I feel when we talk about the Ty Rogers shot. I, I was in middle school for it, which is... No, and I, I was in college. <laughs> God. But being two years old in 2007 absolutely shatters my mind. That's um, insane. I, I'm a big uh, Pokemon fan. I was, a, I was probably like fourth to sixth grade when the games came out. Um, so I've been, I've been a big Pokemon fan most of my adult life, you know, um, but I don't advertise it, but I saw a TikTok the other day where a guy is talking about a game that came out in like 2010 and the kid's like, I was five years old and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, good God guys, please. But yeah, it's like, you don't understand pain until you see, you know, Somebody trying to play the old, old, old school Game Boy Pokemon oh, game. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Um, and something else. I just I heard something today. I listened to uh, Two Bears One. Bert Kershik, Kreischer. Um, shout out. Um, and I did not know this, and this may be a little misinformation, but you know the girl, the Cash Me Outside girl. Mm-hmm. I heard she made a hundred million dollars on OnlyFans. I don't know if it would be that much money, but I mean, I did hear she's made like a lot of money since all of that. At least fifty million, but that's what they were telling on there. Um, so, Jared, I, I think I'm going to start an OnlyFans. We'll see how this goes. I mean, go for it. If you make money from it, <laughs> then... is it still taxable income though? Like, is the government still going to be oh, asking for that? I'm, I'm sure, sure they will. I'm yeah. sure they will. Uh, so for me, it's a loser. Everyone who subscribed to her OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. In my show notes, I need to clarify. What is her real name? Any idea? I used to know, but I can't remember it. Cash me outside. I'm trying to, I'm trying to phonetically spell this. <laughs> And that is, hey, that's hard. Ask me outside, girl. Yeah, I enjoy listening to their podcast. It's a lot of fun. Um, but they, but Bert is like completely like, gosh, he's like so inappropriate. It's hilarious sometimes. It's one of those that when I was at the grocery line pickup at Walmart, um, I had to stop it because I was like, I. I'm so embarrassed that, you know, that some girl's going to hear me listening to Burt Kreischer, you know, talk about his own, he's going to do an OnlyFans and what his junk should look like for his OnlyFans pictures. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to turn this off. <laughs> it's like, she's going to be like, oh, yep, he's a bear. He's definitely a bear. I can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, so women's volleyball. Um. I was hoping Matt would be in here tonight to talk a little bit about this since he's more of the uh, Hilltopper fanatic. Um, but uh, women's volleyball is doing really well. They are 28-3 and overall. They're 14-0 Conference USA. They're in the NCAA tournament, right, as a 22 seed. Um, or they're number 22. They're a 6 seed in the tournament, excuse me. And they're going to be playing Bowling Green, and that's tomorrow, Thursday, um, the game is 3.45, or the match, sorry. The match is 3.45 p.m. Central Time uh, in Lexington. So, hey, if you're in Lexington or if you 
have a day where you can just go drive to Lexington and watch some volleyball, go support them. Um, if you've got a perverted son or daughter, yeah, send them up there. Yeah, I'll just keep it going. We'll just go. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can list, you can watch on ESPN Plus. So 4:45 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, tomorrow afternoon, and I'm gonna have to put this in my show notes. But and then if they win, the third thirty third match will be on Friday. At 6 p.m. Central on ESPN Plus, 102.7 ESPN. Um, and then you can listen live online if you want to do that. But, yeah, definitely support the Lady Tops. They are doing awesome. They are um, so... Um, so Kentucky versus Loyola is who Western would play in the second round, correct? Yeah, so we could okay. potentially be playing UK in the NCAA tournament for this. So that could be a very intriguing matchup. Of course, it would be in Lexington. Yes. So that would be rough. And, I mean, UK has always been really, really good in volleyball, especially the last few seasons. I do know that. I know they've made some runs in the tournament and everything. So we'll see how we look. I mean, we got to get past the other Bowling Green first. Um, hopefully we can do that in advance but i mean if we make it and we end up playing kentucky that's going to be tough (laughs) i did not realize i'm just looking at this okay some of these i've realized like wku volleyball has a twitter yeah i didn't know they had an instagram but most places have instagram except for me um or, or the red out podcast doesn't have one uh facebook youtube and they also have a tiktok so i guess you can support them that way um so, I wonder how many supporters Wisconsin's volleyball has now. Probably a decent amount. <laughs> I hate it for the girls who got that stuff leaked, and that's horrible. Um, but, like, you know some some creepers are, are creeping on their Instagrams now, I'm just saying. Which is sad. It is. It really is. But that's the, the creepy world we live in now. True. Um, so... <sighs> Honestly, like if I was, if it was one of, if it was my daughter on that volleyball team, I'd be, I'd be pissed. I'd be livid. Do I transfer now? <laughs> Escape. Well, not, not necessarily transfer, but I, somebody's head's going to be on a pike for this. You know, mm-hmm. who's leaked this? Who did this? Who did that? You know. Yeah, I'd be asking questions. Uh, somebody find, we'd find out something. But I mean, so I brought up OnlyFans, and I know we got a lot to talk about tonight, but whatever. Um, how would you feel if your child was on OnlyFans? Like I've seen, like God. I've seen on TikTok. I've seen on TikTok where, um, you know, women will talk about, oh, well, my dad found out and he's disappointed or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how I would feel. Like that's a tough question for me, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, you know, to put yourself in that shoes because you're like, holy crap, <laughs> she's making, you know, she's making. I saw where somebody made seven million a month. I was like, "Good God, that's eighty-four million a year." Yeah. You know, that's that's some wild money. Like, and of course, like I wouldn't want to be that parent that's like, "Hey, I need a new car." You know, I'd be like, "Nah, I'm good. I got my bike. <laughs> I can pedal <laughs> where I need to go." You know, I don't want to be that parent that's like begging for money for my kid. Uh, but like, that's a tough one. Yeah. Hey. If the listeners tell me what you think in the comments below, would you would you be okay with your kid with an OnlyFans? I mean, if they're making good money from it, I wouldn't necessarily have as much of a problem with it. 
I guess I would, it would be just one of those unspoken things that you would never really want to bring up or talk about. I feel like now. Okay. If it was nudity, I think I'd be better with it than if it was pornography. Yeah. Yeah. That's, There's a that's line. A little different. There's a line. Um, now, and and I'll open it up to boys and girls because there's both on there. And there's actually I saw I watched a uh, I watched a documentary about OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm a documentary fiend. Um, <laughs> and this dude has a podcast on OnlyFans. I'm like, shit, I want to move my stuff over there. We're gonna get paid, but he he doesn't do any pornography or any of that. It's just a podcast. I mean, you can kind of treat it like a Patreon, I guess. Yeah. Just well, I mean, it's. But it's 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 become a stereotypical. Oh, you're on OnlyFans, and like somebody look at me and be like, "You're on OnlyFans." Well, damn yeah, I'm, shit, I'm on OnlyFans. There's a band that I really like that their name is Joan. It's like an indie pop band. Ten out of ten recommend. Uh, but they started a Patreon, and the name of their Patreon is Joan Lee Fans, and I think that's one of the most incredible <laughs> things I've ever heard. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah, um, that's funny. Um, so. Speak. Moving on, uh, women's basketball ha- is uh, one and four. Yeah, not a great start. Yeah, that's pretty disappointing. Um, and it's not even like for those of you who haven't followed them closely, it's not even like a rough schedule. There's a couple games on there that I'm like, yeah, that's tough. But some of these others, I just didn't think they would be that bad. Uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're SEC. I could see that might be a little tougher. Missouri, same boat. Yeah. Miami, Ohio. Mm -hmm. That's Miami, Ohio, not Florida. Don't confuse the two because I'm sure there's somebody out there who did. Um, Western beat them 91-55. Then then Western lost to Cornell, which Mm -hmm. I didn't even know like Cornell had a basketball team. I thought they were just Ivy League or something. Are they Ivy League? They just had corn. <laughs> uh, no, and they wonder what. Not oh, in Indiana. Okay, so their mascot is Cornell Big Red. Like really? Like I mean, really? technically, like Nebraska, they say like "Go Big Red" and everything too, but that doesn't mean that <laughs> they are blessed God. like us to have a glorious and anamorphic mascot that we have. Yes, you gotta love that. Hello. We're back again. Um, so Western beat or uh, Western lost to Cornell fifty-seven fifty, um, and then they lost to Lipscomb, which that's a very bad loss. I think. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, when I don't know how good their women's team is. I mean, they used to be decent in men's basketball. Lipscomb was, but I don't know anything about their women's programs. But I mean, yeah, I mean, just looking at the stats from the game, it did not look very good. Yes, <laughs> hey, fellas. Hey, Matt. How's it going, buddy? Hey. Sorry, I was running late. Had somebody walk in. Hey, you got to get it. Hey, hey. Little, buddy. So, you've I already missed it. We've minutes. talked about uh, OnlyFans and Louisville being bad and all that good stuff. Oh, man. That sounds like a incredible <laughs> <time>. <laughs> No, I'm not up on that. Go on. No, no, no. I got it. No, baby. Uh, but anyway. So, no, ma'am. <laughs> We're not I doing that. Lose in my office today. I get it. <laughs> I Abby 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 went to work with us for two years, but she's um um she's been going back and forth. Grandma's supposed to be watching her, but she keeps letting her roam in here. Um, 
<laughs> so anyway, hey, um, is, that the, is that the in law? No, 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 no. That's my mom. Okay. So I can complain. Um, <laughs> I was, okay, be I was like, dude, yeah. that's that's in law. You gotta be. You gotta be no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Are you kidding me? I work for my in law. I don't have to be careful. Um, so trash them, then, bro. <laughs> it's a very precarious relationship, you know. Um, when you work for your in law, like. Like you try to, you know, you try to do things to, to help and, you know, whatever and whatnot. But at the same point, you're like, you become the whipping boy. So you got to kind of watch, you know, you got to, you got to be like, nah, I ain't doing this. Not, you know, we're not doing this. You know, well, you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, so Matt, tough question. Would you let your kids have an OnlyFans? Um, <laughs> my, my, my three-year-old, uh, <laughs> If they're of yeah. age, if yeah. they're of like age. down the road, like in the future, like if you found out that one of them had one, how would you react to it? Oh Lord. Um, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is admirable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um uh, other than that, yeah, I think I'd be horrified. I'd be pretty horrified if my daughters were on OnlyFans. Hey, it could be little boys too. So we're just—I'm not going to be sexist. We're just going to, you know, anybody yeah, can be on there. Apparently, perverts of every gender, right? Yeah, we've already invited the perverts to the volleyball game. So, right, <laughs> we did it for you, man. girls in trench coats, and hey, I said girls or guys, <laughs> girls or guys. You know, bring your perverts out to the volleyball game. It's fine. Um. <laughs> They'll fit in in Lexington on Thursday and Friday. Um, yes, just hopefully they're not burning couches. Um, but like talking right, about be careful. Uh, yes. Um, so what did you think about women's basketball's uh, performance thus far in the season? Yeah, and I've got like five minutes. I got to hop off. So whenever, well, whenever you. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm kind of concerned. I mean. They were the last few games before the Lipscomb game. They turned it over like thirty-five times or something ludicrous. Um, I think the two games before they averaged about thirty turnovers between oh my Cornell gosh. and whatever the other one was, Miami of Ohio, whatever it was. Um, and yeah, it was really alarming. And they were fouling a ton. And uh, against Miami of Ohio, they overcame it or whatever. But Cornell was. Horrible to watch. I don't know if y'all saw a, a second of it, but it was no. hideous basketball. I mean, we literally we couldn't hit anything. We turned the ball over and we fouled the crap out of them and lost by seven. Like, if you fix any one of the three, we would have definitely won. Like, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, and then that's, against Liskum, what's weird against Liskum is they fixed the turnovers and. Um, the fouling, like if you look at the stats, they fixed that, but they still lost by 19 because Lipscomb hit like 57% from the floor or something. They shot like 37. That's so ridiculous. I don't know what their deal is. Um, I was trying to ask, like I sent out a couple kind of filler questions on both Towerack and Red Out, just kind of see like what do people think. And uh, I know definitely people are uh, concerned at, at the least. Um, and Ball State's going to be tough on Friday. That's a road game. They're four and two, so I don't know. They could end up being like one and eight or nine before they're heading into conference. 
yes. Yeah. I, it, it, it really is. It's really frustrating. Um, and uh, since you got you only got a limited time, so what are you thinking about men's basketball so far? Men's basketball? I mean, obviously it's very impressive to have one loss. That's something that I don't think has happened. I haven't looked at it to, to know, like, oh, it hasn't happened since 2012 or whatever. I don't know <clears throat> to this point in the season, but that's impressive. Um, this, the schedule has obviously been softer than most years. Like, we've usually played a ranked team or something like that, um, and we're yet to do that. Yeah. Um, but we played some decent teams, too. Um, so I don't know what to think of them yet. I mean, obviously, if we get through the non-conference and we only have one loss, that's a heck of a statement regardless of who you played. That's either they're actually legit and they're going to be who they probably should be, or they're so talented that they're able to overcome the Stansburyism. Um, so I'd, <laughs> I'd say let's <laughs> – I mean, I'd say let's watch out and see how we do against like Louisville and South Carolina because I have a feeling people are kind of like snoozing on Louisville, but at some point they're going to come. Well, I mean, at some point they're going to come together and they're going to yeah. be a little better than they they have been. They, and yeah, well, they've got three one point losses. So you look at their record, and you're like, oh, they're they're absolutely horrible, and they are. But if they had won those three games, you look at them and they're like, okay, they're just a bad power conference team, and okay. versus. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So do you do you think um, do you think people are sleeping on Bellerman or is Louisville just kind of playing down bad playing down to them? Well, I think Bellerman's a lot better than people think. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Louisville has no business losing all these games and looking awful. Um, but I, I just think I think they're dangerous. You just got to watch out for any power school. It's kind of like when we were playing Auburn and you feel like we should have won and then all of a sudden they turned it on because yeah. of the, the undercurrent of talent. Yeah. So I haven't looked at Louisville. I haven't watched them. But I feel like they have the ability to pull something together at some point. So watch out and don't sit there and fart around with them because they can beat you. Definitely. Now, uh, since you brought up football, we'll just cover football real quick. And Jared and I will kind of do a recap on all of those. Um Good kid. Um, but with the uh, mute button on that thing, I've got a mute button, but get her a bizzle. Not on the kid. Um, but with um, uh, but with football, uh, Auburn specifically, I thought we we had that game, and I think when we came out for the second half, I think they made some um, adjustments that confused Austin. Austin Reed, I think they confused him a little bit more in the back uh, backfield, and I think it kind of spiraled him. Honestly, what do you? What did you think? Yeah, he definitely. I don't know. I was wondering this the last few weeks, uh, and he tweeted that he had been healthy and whatever. So maybe I might be wrong, but early in the year we thought that he might have some kind of shoulder issue. I wonder if it's like some little lingering problem. Um, I don't maybe know. Maybe it's kind of shown itself a little bit the last few games, but he's looked really off. Yeah, but uh, he's he, like throwing ducks and like throwing Urban ducks Point and throwing dirt. Yeah, and <laughs> and Urban Poindexter's like wide open for a simple, just little out halfback dump off pass, yeah. and he throws it like fifteen yards over his head. Like, what what is going on? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
you do you remember not as good as he was in the beginning of the year so do you remember this you remember the movie rookie of the year where the yeah. where the kid became the professional like baseball player or something yeah yeah that's kind of what it reminded me of when the kid started getting back to normal he started having these like crazy things happening that's what it feels like you know, Austin Reed is, is losing his uh, his like Mike tennis shoes or whatever. Uh, but uh, he's going to no, throw honestly, the floater ball to get the guy to strike out. Yeah, well, honestly, like, okay, no, I'm not even kidding here. Um, Austin Reed's done great. Um, I, I know I'm kind of heckling him a little bit, but he's done great. I couldn't do it. I know. Yeah, chance. you throw four thousand yards, Devin. Four thousand two hundred and forty-seven yards. Um, to be specific, he's done. I mean, he's done great. Um, so I can't fault him there. But I like my analysis is is I'm wondering if um, Auburn kind of threw some some kind of trick things at him to kind of confuse him, and because like offense could not get moving against Auburn I, in the second I half. In the I, second I half specifically, there's been some stuff this year, like with the Helton. Era, and I'm gonna hop off here in like a minute. Um, okay, I'll st- I'll time you. Okay, I'll just <laughs> let. Uh, I can't say her name. That'd be really stupid to say her name. But anyway, <laughs> she can wait. Um, <laughs> she's just on Zoom. <laughs> She'll live. Anyway, um, <laughs> just hold on, lady. I'm talking about the tops. <laughs> I would have uh, But anyway, no, they're the Helton era. Um, really, I think for the most part, like there's been a few things you could question, but you could kind of follow the logic. This year, there's been some more stuff that's like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, what is, like some of the stuff, like, what game was it? Um, that we threw that that option pitch to the boundary and uh, oh, was, was that um, who was that? Was that North Texas? Was that Auburn or? No, 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 no. It was Auburn. Yeah, it was yeah. one of our losses because like, it was that like was a chance to. I think we were gonna we we're trying to tie the game or something. I've slept since then. I hadn't pulled up notes or anything. But anyway, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, run up to the field. If nothing else, if you're gonna run an option pitch, there's been some stuff that they've done that I'm like, you're calling like like Devin. You remember when we had scripts and stuff? They yeah. have like left hash plays and right hash plays and stuff. It's like they're calling. Yeah left hash plays on the right hash and stuff like that. And just now that I, stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like if you're thinking this out, how does it even make sense to run it on this part of the field? Like, why are you running yeah. a trick play that gains you 40 yards from the 15 yard line in the red zone? Well, I mean, like, you wouldn't, run, you wouldn't run the double reverse towards the boundary, you know, and that's kind of the same play with that. the option. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. And that's um, one of my things is I'm wondering if with that option, maybe I'm wondering if it was an audible, maybe it was a bad audible and, and Austin Reed called that. And that was not a coaching thing, but I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't answer that because we're not inside the program. So we have no idea what's going on. But anyway, that's kind of, that's kind of my, my thoughts there. I mean, I just, I, I'm I pleased, like I, I have no, I have no like serious like fire Hilton, fire Arbuckle, fire Summers or what, nothing like that. But there's definitely yeah. been some weird stuff that hopefully they straighten some things out. 
Okay, um, so last thought before you got to go. Um, is Helton leaving this season or is he going to stay? He's, I don't know. There's a lot of rumblings, but I, I think I think he's going to stay. Um, okay. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, okay. I say he stays, though. All right. Final thought. Favorite Thanksgiving dish? Thanksgiving dish. Um, whew, man, this dressing was good this, <laughs> this Thanksgiving. <laughs> man. That's some good stuff. Okay. Maybe. All right. All right. And now, if you got to go, you got to go. All right. Not yeah, a problem. We covered everything. See you, man. You. Go talk. We'll yep. Have a good one, bud. All right. So, sorry about that, Jared. Um, I do. I did like Matt's thoughts on the women's basketball. It is very concerning with them to have this bad a start. Um, it does not reflect well on the coach. I mean, obviously, it always goes to the coach. Um, and uh, so what do you think about men's basketball? Men's basketball? I mean, I feel a lot of the same way that he does as far as like we do only have one loss this far into the season, which is good. And I mean, Akron, I don't think that's going to be as terrible of a loss as like if it's our only loss in non-conference, I think that that it doesn't really matter who we really lost to. I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty good to have, obviously, just only one loss. So I'm pretty excited to see how we look with conference play. I mean, like he was saying, we still have Louisville that, I mean, they may be starting to get their act together that we have to worry about, of course. Um, South Carolina, they're kind of a cellar dweller in the SEC this season. But, I mean, we there's still an SEC team that we'll have to beat. So both of those games, I feel like, will be pretty difficult. Um, I know we got Austin P. I think coming up tonight, isn't it? Um, I think it is Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, that's tonight. Yeah, uh, the game starts at eight PM Eastern, seven Central. Yeah. So I mean, Governors used to be pretty good. Um, of course, they lost Terry Taylor. He's on the Pacers now, and he's honestly like earned a spot and has been playing a lot. He's actually had like a 20-point game in an NBA game, which is crazy to think about. He's the yeah. Bowling Green and then went to Austin P and was averaging like 30 points per game down there and made them a contender in the OVC, and now he's in the NBA. But they don't have him anymore, so it's kind of your typical Austin P team that will probably play. Not super strong in their conferences they used to be, but... I mean, it'll still be – we still have to take care of business. We can't slip up. That's the thing. we got to stay healthy, too. And another thing, losing Dante Allen for this stupid, stupid ineligibility suspension or whatever you want to call it, that it was something that happened at UK, which is why he's suspended here, which is absolutely dumb. I don't know how the NCA – like, how would you allow him to transfer and let him play the season and then be like, oh, we never let this guy sit because of academics at UK – so we're going to have to punish him at his new school because that makes sense, obviously. Well, it, there's every, there's one every year. I said this in our group chat, but there's one every year. There, we, have, we always have at least one kid who has an eligibility issue, and that year it's Dante Allen. This year it's Dante Allen. Um, uh, what was the other kid's name? Um, Oh my Jesus! The one you were going to go protest in, in Indianapolis to get him to play. Oh, it was Kenny Cooper. Kenny Cooper. There's too many Kennys around basketball, but anyway, um, yes, Kenny Cooper was definitely one of those that he was another eligibility issue. Which um, that wasn't his fault. That was Lipscomb no. just being petty as all get out. But and that's the same with like the UK Western with Dante Allen. Really, I mean, UK screwed up. 
Okay, their compliance people screwed up. Oh yeah, that they did not realize what was going on, and so he should have sat at UK. And in my mind, he shouldn't be sitting now. He should be. He should have sat at UK. And if anything, the NCAA should go after UK and find them instead of coming after us. Yeah, and I think that they did find UK for the games that he played where he was ineligible. It was like five hundred dollars a game, which is a chump change for them, obviously. Well, that's. I mean, that's chump change. And my other problem. Um, which I don't agree with is I don't think you should vacate wins. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the game's played no matter if you've got a toddler playing on your side and or on their side, and you've got some dude like Barry Bonds who's been taking steroids, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you got, you know, that just let the game go. It's that's how it stands. Just put an asterisk out beside it and go on. Um, yeah. But it is a bummer. If that's the only problem we really have is just him being ruled ineligible until probably non-conference. I think it was seven games is how long he's going to have to sit. But, I mean, thankfully we are deep enough that we aren't just going to have to play six or seven guys like we normally would because of something stupid like this. But, I mean, we still have uh, Christian Lander. We still have uh, Tyrone Marshall. We still got um, all the Jordan Rawls, who's been looking really good now that he's back. We still have a really deep bench, so I'm not as concerned about it as maybe normally we would be. Mm-hmm. So, but overall, I mean, one loss can't really complain about that. I think that Akron could be a really good team in the MAC this season, anyways. So, yeah. um, if that's our only loss coming into the conference play, I think that's going to be good. Even if it's just a couple losses, say we lose to South Carolina or Louisville or something, I mean. That's not yeah. going to be the end of the world. I mean, that's a game we still probably should have won, but it's not going to be horrible by any means. So I just hope we can take care of business against whoever we got. Just take it a game at a time and then hopefully make it to Conference USA play and be ready to go and feel pretty confident in who we are. I agree. Um, I'm hoping uh, on the other hand, I know you said you know lose to Louisville, but I would love to see us beat Louisville. Um, I think it's possible. Sorry, had to hit my cough button. Um, I've started drinking sparkling water, and like that CO two just like hits me, and I'm just like, oh, got a burp. You're basically uh, drinking static electricity. That's what it feels like. It it's harsh. It's got a very harsh kick. The one I'm, I've been drinking um, is a cherry limeade flavor, which. It's not. Uh, this is the flavored gun. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't the the other is awful. Um, except for Liquid Death, that stuff's really good. Um, but I think honestly, I think Austin P. Wright State, and I think Louisville will give us some hiccups. I think we could win those three. Um, Wright State I think, is the one I'm most concerned about because the last time we played them, I think we lost. The most. And they are an NCAA tournament team. I can't remember which conference they're in, but they are an NCAA tournament team most of the time. The, the the game I'm really concerned about is Louisville and South Carolina. Um, South Carolina is going to give us headaches. Um, yeah. We will probably lose that game, um, but I think we definitely can beat Louisville. Um, I'm not going to say 100%, but I'm going to say at least out, if we played them 10 games, I think we'd win seven. Yeah. I mean, I at feel like. Third state. I feel like Stans does a good job against the SEC teams too, but just because yes. he has that background. I mean, yeah. obviously not like against Kentucky last year. That's, that was a different story. Yeah. But I mean, especially like your mid-tier SEC teams, I feel like he has a pretty good feel for. So I feel like maybe we would win that and lose to someone dumb. 
lose tonight to Austin P. <laughs> well, if we are, if we're sitting at, let's see, we're six and one right now, so we got four more games. Um, if we're at, we beat Austin P. That makes it seven. We beat Wright State. That's eight. Um, if we beat Louisville, that's nine. If we're nine and one going into Rice, I'm pretty freaking happy, right? Just for um, the fact that the NCAA tournament people, like the committee, they still look at the amount of wins and stuff too. Yeah, like I feel like with a lot of the seasons that Stansbury had, if we didn't drop a stupid non-conference game to somebody in the non-conference part of the schedule, like if we didn't, if we had a little more beefed up numbers wise with wins towards the end of the season when we would lose our conference title game like normal. <laughs> that maybe just yeah. maybe the committee would have had a little more pity on us just because of the amount of wins that we had. So if we can have a decent amount of wins and not pee down our leg in our conference play, I think that we could have a really good shot to get to at least 25 wins easily. I think so too. Um, I think this team's pretty good. If we don't make the dance this year, are you pulling your torch out of the closet or what? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've still had a lot of issues with Stansberry since he's been here just because of, of course, like all of the eligibility issues and then never playing his bench when he does have players that are cleared to play. It, it just always feels like something. Like he's been here for, what, seven years now, and I feel like a lot of the issues that this team has had still hasn't changed. I mean, I feel like you could sum up his entire tenure at WKU with just four words, high risk, high reward. Yeah, and, which that's basically what we've been looking at. You're yeah, right. I mean, you win some, you lose some. I mean, you get some people like, uh, I guess, like Charles Bassey. I mean, getting him at Western and everything. He was yeah. not necessarily a risk at the time, but I mean, you, at the same time, you still have <laughs> people like Mitchell Robinson and that whole situation. Yeah. And, and then you still have players like Josh Allen, uh, Josh Anderson that are good but still have eligibility issues and they'll still struggle with certain things. You don't see their development as much. So, I mean, yeah. it's just always something. That's the thing that is so annoying with every Rick Stansberry WKU team is that it is always something. Okay. So I'm going to say this one more time. Mitchell Robinson. There you go. Thank you. Okay. That's all. Um, yeah. I, we always go through this. We always, <laughs> We'll go through the regular season. I feel like this is like Groundhog Day with basketball, okay? Oh, it is. It is. We go through the regular season. We're in the top two, three, you know, conference. Everything's going perfect. We're like, woohoo! And then we get to the conference. Stan starts the same five guys. Um, pretty sure he makes them run behind the bus after games. You know, like they get no rest. Their legs get no rest, you know. And then... Um, then we get into the final game and they just peter out, you know, yeah. these guys are done, you know, uh, I know they're trying hard. I know they're doing their best and I know, you know, this is his, the way he does things, but it's at the same point, it's like, this isn't working. We need to do, we haven't, we need a new strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, was it the, was it the Akron game that somebody was talking about? He was trying to do the platoon thing. Yeah, I think so. Which, by the way, I'm happy with. I'd be fine with that. But you need to act honestly. Like that's the good place to kind of test it. Mm-hmm. Like you want to test that stuff and be like, okay, you know this this player works well with these guys. This one doesn't work well with these guys, or whatever. 
and figure out how you want to kind of platoon these guys in. And I mean, he doesn't have to do like a five, five switch, you know, or a four switch or whatever. I'd be fine with like two or three getting, you know, 10 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's just me. Um, cause if you give some of these guys a rest, you know, it's going to pay off down the line. And you're going to get these younger guys experience, which again, I'm completely fine with. Um, but I think, uh, we'll be, we will be back next week. Uh, as long as nothing happens, um, to talk about Wright state and Louisville. And then, uh, the next week we'll talk about South Carolina, but, uh, Austin P I'm going to say it's a win. What do you say? It should be a win. I mean, it definitely should be a win. We'll see. Um, I mean, I thought we looked good towards the end of the Cayman Island Classic and all of that. I mean, that, we lost that first game and was still able to win against uh, Illinois State. And who, who did we play after? I can't remember. Uh, sorry, I got it right here. Um, after Illinois State, we played Tulane. And Tulane, South Carolina. yeah, the Green Wave, yeah. Uh, we were able to take care of business with them, and I thought that was a good win. So we're getting on track. I think that but getting sharp, more comfortable again. I mean, he looked really rough towards the beginning of the season, especially on offense, but yeah, I think these last few games offense has kind of picked up a little bit for everybody. So we needed that. He's, uh, he's done a lot. He's done a really good job so far. Um, you know, kind of getting comfortable back, kind of getting his groove back, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it just takes time. It's like everybody else. You gotta, everybody's kind of got to get their balance and, so to speak, you know, back, it's kind of like riding a bike, so to speak. They kind of got to get back in their groove, if that makes sense. Um, I'm using a lot of metaphors, but uh, but I think that's once we hit our, you know, I think by the time we hit conference, we're going to have a lot of pieces that are falling into place mm-hmm. um, in a good way. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. Now, football. We've got a few more minutes here, so we'll kind of quickly recap. Um, how much? How many of these games do you watch? Uh, uh, I don't even remember if I got to see any. Saturdays are so hard Rice? for me, man. So oh, hard. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. And I'm I sure they don't it. let you change the channel at Starbucks. So. We don't have a TV, so... What? Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure you... Have you seen the, uh, the guy on TikTok, uh, the kid that's crying in the back room? Uh, about oh having yes! <laughs> I saw a TikTok with this. Uh, it was two uh, two African American guys uh, talking about it, and it was hilarious because they showed the clip, and one of the guys is like, well, "You better get your ass back out there, then." There's only three people out there serving coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the back room crying. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So the rice game was great. Um, after watching us play Rice, I knew that North Texas was going to be an issue. Um, because everybody's like, oh, you know, maybe Rice can do it. And Rice, and the, what I'm saying here, people, is is that Rice had a chance to throw us back in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. And they let us down. They let us down like, you know, Bill Cosby dropping a pill. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> It was it was rough, um, and I had no faith in Rice, and I, I shouldn't say it like that, but I really didn't. I mean, uh, we ultimately control our own destiny, and we yes. got absolutely obliterated by North Texas. So ultimately, we shouldn't have. I mean, that's on us. 
We didn't yeah, show we, up. That was such a terrible game, and I will never understand how we looked that bad. That was a game that I um, that I categorize as I had to turn the shit off. Um, yeah. The that North was the one we game, kept doing all those stupid screens, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Um, I swear to God, if there was one single play that I could ban from the sport of football, college and NFL, it's screen passes because it's so dumb. It very rarely works where you're able to catch it and actually get some decent blocks and then pick up a first down. I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody try to do like a screen pass on third and 15 and just get tackled for an extra five-yard loss. It never really works. So why do you keep trying it? Well, there are instances where it does work. Very um, rarely. Well, okay. If you've been running a bunch of deep routes and you've overthrown the the cornerbacks, you know, a couple times and gotten big yardage, and then you, you know, they're on their heels. They're ready to run back. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if you've got them in that mindset, and then let's say you run a you run a go route on the outside and you run a bubble screen with a slot coming out the outside. And you know you got a t- you know a tight end or a tackle or whoever coming out to block for them, that could work for ten or fifteen yards, because I've seen it happen a few there? times. Yeah, yeah, and those, but you can't continually do it. You know, it's yeah, it's like you know if you do a card trick multiple times. Like I'm not a magician by any means, but I'm sure if you keep doing the same card trick, people are going to be like, oh well, that's how that's how you do that, and they're going to start picking up on it. You can't if. It's kind of like um, like Navy uh, in football. They run the ball so much that you, after a while, you're expecting run, and then they throw it over your head. Yeah. That's like when it works. Yeah. yeah, and that's when it works. You can't continually do that. But that's our problem um, is we were doing it way too much. Exactly, and I agree with that. You can't do it multiple times like that, and that's kind of like our reverse. Mm-hmm. You can only do it like once or twice a game. You cannot go back to it within the same quarter. Yeah, I mean, I love um, a good end around every now and then because I think yes. it can be effective. But obviously, you don't want to like keep doing it, or else they'll eventually catch up on it. I love a good end and around. I love a good jet sweep. I like, you know, some of those that are real quick like that, or even you could even fake a jet sweep and go with a, you know, with a dive, and you'd be okay. Yeah, um, that would be okay. But you can't do trick plays like that multiple times a game. You kind of got to lull them in and then you go with the trick. Um, <sighs> when I played college for like NCAA, I guess it was 14 was the last one or whatever the last one was. Uh, no, I think I'm on for PSP is even older than that. My, do you know what my most effective play I would always score on was? Um, I'm going to say a pitch, a sweep. No, so it was five wide receivers, so empty backfield, just quarterback. Okay. I would have a wide receiver from the slot in the right side come in motion, and I could either hand it to him for a sweep or I could uh, just throw it. But what I did is I'd always have a mobile quarterback. So uh, I would fake the handoff to him and then take off running to the right side. And if I have a receiver open, I would hit him for about 15, 20 yards. And if, or if there was no defenders over there, I would take off and run 15, 20 yards. It was an oh, instant yeah. first down. Instant oh. first down. Um, I always like to go into those games and when you can edit players and I would make my quarterback, um, like seven foot tall, you know, 250 pounds. He's got like a, you know, like a four, four, uh, a four, zero 40, you know, like it's an ungodly creation. Yeah. I think <laughs> you know? the play was like the PA side sweep is what it was called. The PA sweep <laughs> side, something like that. 
Uh, yeah, play action uh, sweeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm about to click back on basketball. Um, so football. Okay, Auburn. We were with them all the way till halftime, and then Auburn pulled away. And that was that fourth quarter. That was a turn that shit off moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I that game we should have won that game. Um, and I just I do not. We should have won that game. That's there's a couple of these games this year that I wish we could get back. Indiana's one of them too. Of course, Indiana's always hot garbage. That's um, one we always regret losing, and we always do I, lose. Yeah, uh, they are four and eight this year. Mm-hmm. So they've beaten like they beat the last. They had a they lost from Cincinnati. They played. Sorry, I thought I heard like a thing, a ESPN thing in the background. Um, I had a they lost to Cincinnati, Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland, Rutgers, Penn State, Ohio State. They beat Michigan State and they lost to Purdue. Like that's one of those that you're like you're hot garbage. Like I don't know why you think you're so great. Also, um, speaking of Big Ten, shout out to Jeff Brom taking Purdue to the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, no kidding. That's pretty awesome. Um, but but back to Auburn. Yeah, Auburn was one of those games that I. The score makes it look worse than it really was. Um, like there was a couple hiccups that were just. I think there was a pick six at one point, and it was just. It was very ugly. At this, that second half was so ugly. The first half was beautiful, but you got to stay with them. You can't let them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then FAU. FAU should have won that game. I hate yeah. to. I, I don't. The FAU won the moral victory on that game. But in all honesty, like Western had no business winning that game, and I, in my in my opinion, um, uh, the I always get annoyed with announcers who always have their heads up the other team's ass. Yeah, and, but that it's that's how it always goes for Western. I don't know why Western can never get announcers that are pro Western. I mean, we had Brandon Dowdy that one time. Yes, which was great, and I loved it. But um, Auburn, which that was SEC Network or whatever, and that or CBS Sports Network, so that's that's understandable. Um, but FAU was the same way. You know, they were they were completely in love with the quarterback. Who was that quarterback's name? Uh, uh, Perry Nauska Nauska Perry. I think that's his name. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the McCamish the third, which by the way, that kid can run. Mm-hmm. That McCamish the third is a great running back. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut him down. He's he's doing great. They've and always had Perry, good running backs. I mean, all the way back to Devin Singletary too. Looking yeah. at him with the Bills now. I mean, he's phenomenal. And then the the Perry kid who's playing quarterback for him, he had like messed his thumb up or ligament or broke or something. I don't know. He had a splint on his thumb, and he was having issues with it. Um, so a lot of his, but he, his passes were all like, were bullets. Like they, uh, they were super accurate. And I was, I was really amazed because I figured he would have more issues with it than he did, but he really didn't. Um, let's see. You know what Uh, I think the most interesting thing from the FAU game was? What's that? We beat them with a two point conversion in overtime, 32 to 31, just like we beat UK with Taggart, with Taggart, yep. and Taggart ended up getting fired after the game. <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought that was um, ironic. 
I, I honestly I hated that for him. Um, but that's the job. You know, when you're a, when you're a collegiate football coach, like part of me would leave my stuff packed. I mean, I hate to say that honestly. because you want to be confident in your confident in yourself, but at the same point, like that's that's how you live. Um, you live every game like oops. Um, Which Florida school does he end up at now that he's fired <laughs> from FAU? That was my next question. Like, is does does Taggart have like a bingo card with Florida schools on it? Um, he can go to University of West Florida. I was wondering. Uh, I was. My thought from. was. My thought was. Is is he going to go to Florida A and M or? Uh, <laughs> Uh, who else? Wonder how many of Florida schools are there? Too many. Um, but I, I could see him at West Florida. I could see him there. Um, now this is this was always my thought, and I, I don't know how much it would happen, but hypothetically, what if Helton leaves, and then Taggart comes back to Western? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think I would want Willie T at this point. <laughs> well, we would have his son too. Well, little Will. Well, I guess he's not little anymore. No, um, but and I don't know how good his son is. If his son's as good as his dad was, then we'd be okay. Um, but that game, and, and the the best part for me is watching this game on ESPN Plus. We're in overtime, and I I, I agreed with Helton's over, overtime decision after we scored, mm-hmm. going for the two point conversion. Um, because we would not have won in a second overtime. Yeah. We would not we had to get out of that game quick and it had to be done right then. And that was that was freaking genius and I loved it. Um when FAU scored uh I I, I figured we were done. Um and then like we just pulled up our bootstraps and got it got you know scored and we were done and which was great. Um I honestly think a lot of our issues on Saturday with FAU was the weather. Yeah. It was like 90 degrees. Let me see. Let me see what it says here. Um, Miami, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very warm. Um, I don't, it's not showing up here. Of course it's not. Um, but I think it was like 89 degrees at kickoff and we had come from like 30, 40, 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. That's a major, major difference. So of course, like that heat's going to zap you. Mm-hmm. Western had like, ended up with like 570 yards, um, but we had two turnovers, so we got to straighten that out. Um, bowl predictions for you? Hmm. I mean, I don't want to go back to Boca again. Oh God, no, me either. Um, I mean, I feel like we just keep getting that draw for some inexplicable reason. But I'd like to do something new, like either New Mexico or maybe New Orleans. I was thinking New Orleans. New Orleans would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, some of those would be pretty awesome. We'll just have to see what the decisions are. What next week? Uh, yeah, or, I think so. Okay. Okay. So, so sometime this week, hopefully, we will know uh, where Western's going bowling. I mean. How can we not? We're eight and five. Mm-hmm. That we got to go bowling. Well, um, you would say that, but we went, didn't go bowling when we had Petrino as the head coach at eight and four. So, I mean, you never know. Well, they hated Petrino, and I don't blame them. Well, yeah. But <laughs> um, now, Matt, Matt loves Petrino. So, um, we all know that's true. Um, but we'll, we'll come back to that. 
Uh, probably, hopefully, next week we'll have an answer for you on which bowl game Western's going to and who we're going to play. Uh, leave your comments. Who do you think's going to where we're going to go? I hope it's not like South Alabama or some. I've seen some Alabama. of those. Yeah, South Alabama, I South Southern Miss, Southern. What is it? Southern Miss. Yeah. The what are they? The Panthers or something? Or I don't remember. Southern Miss is the Golden uh, Eagles. Okay, that's what it was. The Golden Eagles. Yeah. My wife is showing me the this graphic while I'm trying to drive. Where do you think Western's going to the bowl game? I'm like, who's who's even on that? You know, I can't. I'm driving. I can't see. That. <laughs> um, so, um, we're gonna do a quick Thanksgiving draft. Jared, do you want to go first? Sure. With the first pick, I would have to take. I know Matt already said it. The dressing, the dressing. Ah, uh, you took on mine. Point. I mean, it has to be on point. I like it more moist with some gravy on it. Always the move. Always the move. Now, okay. Now this may be regional. I don't know. When you cook your dressing, your stuffing, whatever you want to call it, is it got to be in the turkey or is it separate? I do it separate. It's yeah, it's separate. I, I it, at least in my family, it's always been separate. I mean, you can eat them together, but, like, you don't cook the turkey. I mean, you obviously got to cook the stuffing first, then you put it in the turkey, and then you cook them both. But I've never I've never seen that. I've never been at a Thanksgiving that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, for my, I guess, <laughs> for my first pick, I guess I'll take turkey. <laughs> so basically. <laughs> you, took, you, took you took stuffing. I, I had, I've already written out my notes. I was going to do stuffing, but it's I guess I'll take turkey. It's the obvious number one. It's got to be. I mean, stuffing is obviously number one. It's it's definitely the RG3 of its draft. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got to take it when it's on the table. Uh, second pick, I will choose ham. Very, not a not a very common pick, but my wife has always been a huge, uh, she hates turkey. Like, I don't understand that. She's never liked the taste of turkey, so she always does ham. And I've kind of gotten used to... Um, the brown sugar spiral hams for Thanksgiving. Oh, those are good. Jared, uh, what's your second pick? You know, I'm biased because this is what I cooked for my big family's Thanksgiving thing, but the mac and cheese. Uh, I, I love a good mac and cheese. I, I, the way I cook mine is that I go to uh, over in Logan County. Uh, it's like the Country Breeze Amish or Mennonite Market. They yeah. have like the Amish smoked cheddar cheese, and I used to put that in there. God, nice. it's so good. It's so good. Okay, your third pick. What do you got? Man, the third pick. I mean, I love the cranberry sauce. I know some people hate it, but I love me some cranberry sauce. I cannot stand cranberry sauce. Now, do you like it in the can, or is it, or is it just fresh? Mm, either. I think the can kind of is okay. See, I think the can is almost uh, like stereotypical Thanksgiving now. Yeah. But like, I, I do not like it. Like, it looks like bad Jello to me. I just <laughs> and since I've heard how they harvest cranberries, I'm like, hell no. Have you heard this? Yeah, I've seen it. They use spiders to kill the bugs in cranberry fields, and then the easiest way to to harvest cranberries is to flood the field because cranberries float Mm -hmm. so they'll flood the field and you'll be walking down through there collecting cranberries and you got these giant pardon my french 
giant ass wolf spiders climbing up you. No way. I do yeah. not do spiders. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, nope. Yeah, nope, wolf nope, spiders nope. are about the size of a tarantula, like a small yes. tarantula. They're pretty massive. Yes, they could beat up a tarantula in an alley, some of them, and mm-hmm. take its wallet. It's pretty rough. <laughs> um, for my third pick, I'm taking mashed potatoes. Mm, yeah. Garlic mashed potatoes. Uh, I mean, you can do garlic, uh, but you got to do it. Uh, you got to do it southern style. It's got to have like a ton of butter in it. Oh, if you don't put a stick of butter in that, it's you're you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you got to have you know you got to have seasoning in it. You got to have um, some little little salt, little pepper. You know, some. I, I'm fine with the garlic. Um, you know, brown you got to have. Oh yeah, you got to do brown gravy. Mm-hmm. Brown gravy's all day. Yeah. Um. Okay, what's your okay? My fourth pick is yeast rolls. Mm. Have you seen the yeast rolls in the little tray? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, I could eat a tray of those by themselves. Yeah, those are great. What's your uh, fourth pick? Man, you're stealing all the good ones now. But I mean, you got to go with the green beans, but like cooked with like bacon or a ham hock in it. Oh yeah, that's where it's at. Those are some good green beans for sure. Oh yeah, you yeah, most definitely. Um, and your final pick. You know. Considering this the end, you got to go with the dessert. Take a slice of pumpkin pie with it. Oh, obviously. there you go. Obviously. Okay, mine is a little sweet too, but it's not dessert. Um, it's sweet potato, uh, sweet potato casserole. Mm. I love me some sweet potato. Um, so yeah, you got and my uh, my wife's grandmother used to do it with uh, like pecans and stuff on top. Oh my gosh, delicious! Like my mouth's watering right now. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I've got guys. Um, if you want to support us directly, you can go on Patreon. If you would like to use our better help, uh, sponsor, uh, if you do use it, use our affiliate link, uh, betterhelp.com slash red out podcast, or it's actually just red out. Um, and then you'll get 10% off of your first month. And by using that, you help us. Uh, so we appreciate that support. Be back here next week. Uh, tonight, our, um, when this episode airs, you will already have heard the Austin P results, so we won't be able to give you that. Um, we'll also know next week the football bowl game, uh, and we'll also be able to talk about uh, the next uh, basketball games, uh, which are Wright State, which is on December 10th, and uh, Louisville will be on December 14th, and then we'll know more about Western's volleyball. Uh, they're going to be playing uh, tomorrow, I think I said. Yeah, uh, yeah 345. And if they win, they play on Friday. And hopefully, we will have some results for you next week and we'll be able to talk a little more volleyball then. Um, Western is playing on ESPN Plus, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So definitely check that out um, on YouTube. Also, I know you probably don't care, but U.S. men's national team plays the Netherlands on Saturday. We advanced. We I meant advanced. to mention that in I meant when I meant to mention that in our winners and losers, and I just blanked on it. It's a miracle. I was on the edge of my seat that entire match yesterday against Iran. I mean, I didn't think we could pull it out, but we did. Mexico got eliminated, and we advanced. I think that's hilarious because we didn't even qualify last year. Did so. you uh, Did you see the uh, the the uh, the trolling by one of the soccer Here's players? What I found. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, 
they score the goal and he runs and he pulls his shirt up and on his on his, on his undershirt it says it's called soccer. Yes. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. That it's was soccer so now. We advanced to the round of 16. It's like going to the sweet 16 <laughs> of the national the world stage. So, but we're going to get yeah. tossed by the Netherlands probably cuz they're really good, but at least we can say um, we advanced. Yes, yes. Um so now we own Iran, so that's good. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it works. That's how it works. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, check back next week. Follow the towel rack for their articles. They're going to have stuff coming out all the time. Uh, follow Red Out, um, Twitter, Facebook. You know, we do most of the socials. We're going to try and expand into different th- avenues. Uh, towel racks on all the socials, I'm sure, except for TikTok. Yeah, right? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, check back with us next week, guys, and we'll have another episode up. We appreciate your support. And as always, Go tops. Go tops. Hey, appreciate you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs>